All right, welcome to another episode, guys. This is Jamie here today. What I'm going to be talking about is a little experiment that I'm doing in my business that uh, is going to go under the radar for the time being. I'm going to reveal all to the outside world eventually, but uh, end of today's episode. This is exactly what I'm going to be talking about: how to get super, super, super cheap leads to your opt-in pages uh, using a platform a lot of people aren't really discussing at the moment. Look forward to catching you guys right after this. All right, what's going on, guys? It's Jamie. Thank you for joining me. If this is the first time here, I'd like to say a very warm welcome to you. My name is Jamie Gardner. I'm a full-time affiliate marketer, also a coach for a program. I've got well over 680 students absolutely crushing it with their affiliate marketing business. And what we focus on is the fundamentals of sales, marketing, offer creation, all that super fun stuff. So if you'd like to find out a little bit more about what we're up to, Feel free to join my free Facebook group. You can go there via ultimateaffiliategroup.com. That's ultimateaffiliategroup.com. This podcast is really me just documenting the last 10 years that I've had online. I've been in the trenches for a long time doing this stuff, and this is me just talking about some of the things that I'm experimenting with, some of the things I picked up along the way, and some of the lessons that I'm able to give my students as we go through this journey together. All right, with that being said, let's dive straight into it. Today, what I'm gonna be talking about is a little experiment that I've been, uh, well, experimenting with. Excuse the double entendre there, but the reason why I wanted to put this out there, the reason why I wanted to experiment with this is I've had a massive chunk of success with this using the strategy in other uh, platforms and, it's not something that I think many people are actually doing at the moment. So before I do the big reveal, I'm going to explain the actual strategy itself. Quite simply, uh, when I was, was uh, running my agency, uh, my ad agency, I speci specifically worked with Facebook ads and I ran hundreds of thousands, if not millions of dollars worth of ads across that platform of obviously Instagram as well and their, their partner networks, etc. And one of the strategies that I used to go to, it was actually called a carpet bomb. And this is a very common strategy. I didn't develop it myself. I really wish I had in hindsight because it's pretty cool. But where I first heard it from is a gentleman by the name of Chris Colbar. I don't really know if he's still around in the advertising realms per se, but basically what the strategy was is that you run a video regarding your specific niche and you do that for around about 60 seconds, if not longer, if you can get up to two minutes, then that works as well. And the idea being is that you have really broad targeting, targeting with your ad. And what I mean by that is you would just go, for example, United States age, say, I don't know, 25 to 55 uh, that might be interested in, say, online marketing or whatever, right? Just for argument's sake. And so what would happen, and this would be a huge audience, we're talking millions and millions and millions of people would be in that audience. And that defies most logic. Uh, because most people would say, well, you know, you're better off narrowing it down, which normally I would agree with if it was a conversion ad, for example. However, having said that, what tends to happen is you are building an audience for retargeting. And the way that that would happen is that the people that were more engaged in this video content, of course, naturally, they would watch more of it than the people that are not engaged with that content. So the more engaged they are, the more of that video they would watch. And so the people that are watching, say, 
50% of that video, they're way more engaged than the people that are watching three seconds and just clicking through. Conversely, the people that are watching 75% of that video are extremely engaged in that video versus the people that watch three seconds and, and scroll through, right? So that's the basic premise of it. It's like having a self-fulfilling prophecy, a self-building list. Uh, you don't need to target because the people that are interested are going to watch the people that aren't, aren't. So it actually creates the, its own targeting, which is really, really cool. And the secret source behind this is when you would build that audience, you could create a custom audience based on these people that have watched, say, 50% or 70% or 75%, sorry, of the video. And what you do off the back of that is you would then add a retargeting ad. So you're retargeting the people that have watched that uh, video or the percentage of that video. And there's two ways you can go about this. You might have a hard call to action at the point like, hey, you know, thanks for checking out my video. If you'd like to learn more about XYZ, click the link below, you know, get the free blah, 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 whatever it is. Or the other way to go about it would be to create a video funnel. And so a video funnel is where you retarget one person. And then once they've watched 50% or 75%, you would retarget to another video. And that would indoctrinate them into that funnel a little bit further. They would get exposed a little bit more to you as a brand or the actual brand itself, I should say, whatever you're aiming towards. The next part might be another video. And then the next part might be another video. So you might have up to five, if not more videos or pieces of content that direct people to do certain things and just indoctrinate people into the, the actual brand itself. So you can imagine that if you've seen five pieces of content, if we assume that these are like one minute long videos, if not longer, uh, works better if it's longer actually, by the way, but you can imagine that if someone has watched more of a video, they watched 75% of the first video, and then they watch say 60% of the next video for argument's sake, then they watch 95% of the next video, so on and so forth, they are so well ingrained, and this wouldn't happen in, in a single day, this might be over like a week or you know, 10 days or, or 20 days, whatever it is, right? Maybe longer, maybe 30. You'd imagine how ingrained you are into their subconscious. And so by the time they're willing to take an action, they are fully immersed in you as a, as a, uh, a brand. And they are more likely to click a link and become lead because they're curious. Like, who is this person that keeps popping up? Why won't they leave me alone with their damn videos? They just keep following me around the internet. And that tends to happen. This is uh, the beauty of retargeting. Now, as some of you may understand, if you've uh, ever run a Facebook ad before, it is actually not super hard to create a Facebook ad. It, it takes a little bit to get used to the platform as per every single ad that you run on anything ever. However, uh, Facebook is not overly friendly to advertisers. And a lot of the time they will just out of nowhere for no reason, regardless of what level of compliance you have on your ads and your copy and your video content, your landing pages and you know, all that type of stuff, they will just smite you down and they will ban your account for no reason. And I've had, I've seen this happen to dozens of people, uh, industry connections, friends, relatives, you name it. It just seems to happen. Facebook does not like advertising. They don't like money for some weird reason. The worst part about this is though, if you've ever, ever experienced this and you know, be a lot of people kind of rolling their eyes when they're listening to this at this point is that there's no one you can contact unless you're pumping through a million bucks a month and ad spend, which is, is not the majority of us, then you're not going to be able to jump on the, 
phone to complain or to get some information or find out why. And so a lot of the time you are, you are left. There is nothing you can do. And once the decision becomes final, it is exactly that. It is final. They do not give you a look in, which is incredibly frustrating, especially if you're basing a lot of what your business practices are around that very platform. Right, so now we've got a bit of context. This is the uh, idea that I have. This is the, uh, the framework that I've been using. And when Facebook banned my account, my Facebook advertising account, I thought, well, this is kind of frustrating. What do I do now? Where do I go? Who do I, who do I go check out, right? And so of course, thankfully, there's a whole bunch of uh, social media out there in different places you can advertise online. And some of them are a lot more lenient than other places, as you can imagine. And so one of which is Twitter. Twitter has 300 million active users. It is a somewhat sophisticated audience and not many people seem to be advertising on the Twitter. So I thought given that what I do now, and I specialize in Facebook organic marketing, that is connecting with people on Facebook and have uh, my own coaching offer called the ultimate marketing mastermind. Uh, and again, if you'd like to check that out, head over to jgcall.com. There's a free case study you can check out and uh, feel free to lock in the time with myself and my team. If you like to learn more about how we can help you with your business, but the, the point being is that the, um, I, I guess with Facebook, uh, there's a lot of people doing organic marketing these days. And so I've been experimenting with a whole bunch of different things, uh, YouTube and Quora and different things like that. And I have done for years, uh, obviously not trying to lose focus on what my main priorities are, just trying to add another layer to my business, right? So I jump onto Twitter and I start doing the uh, organic stuff over there, which by the way, works exceptionally well. It's actually no different, although it is a slightly different audience and uh, they, they are somewhat more sophisticated in a lot of ways uh, in terms of their buying behavior. A lot of people on Twitter really hate Facebook as well. And uh, I guess one of the things with Twitter is that you can have anonymity. So you can hide behind a little uh, you know, NFT or a, some sort of cartoon or whatever. So you don't necessarily need to even be a real person. And I personally, I, I think that's, you know, it, it, the, each individual's right to do whatever they choose. Um, having said that, because of that, a lot of people are, are quite shy. They're not willing to kind of step forward and build a personal brand and things like that, which is fine, each to their own. Anyway, so this experiment was me literally just doing exactly what I just mentioned to you guys. It was uh, putting a video out that just gives some information. I'm just Basically, hey, here's affiliate marketing. Here's why I suggest higher ticket is a great pathway for you to go down. Uh, you might also wish to uh, have a look at some other things, blah, 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 blah. Also, if you're interested in learning more, I've got a free case study. Check out the link below. And so with all that being said, that was my first video. Roughly, of course, it wasn't quite as, you know, <laughs> quite quite as loose as that. It was actually uh, pretty structured with it, although it was uh, you know, just a, me just standing around in my lounge room recording myself, really. So that was my video. Didn't think about it too much. Put it out. It's about a minute, 53 seconds long. And I uh, put an ad behind it. And I thought, cool, let's just check this out, see what happens. Now, here's the really, really cool thing is that over on Facebook, I used to get uh, sometimes views. And it really depends on, on what my niche was, what my audience and my demographics and uh, how big the audience was and where the audience was based and how ingrained into the topic or the niche they were, all that type of stuff. But I might pick up an audio, uh, sorry, a, a video view for anywhere from like three to 12 cents, just for argument's sake. And so if I get a three cent video view, and this is just someone that's watched a, 
know, three seconds of an actual video, of course, I think, cool, that's a bit of a win. Um, sometimes they're all, oh, sometimes 17 cents. Sometimes I have 40 cent views. It really just depends, right? Um, and that, that's probably just a, an issue with um, a lack of targeting, all that type of stuff there. But um, point being is that on Facebook, it became quite competitive and the cost started blowing up. However, with Twitter, the crazy thing was I was getting one cent views on my video. Sometimes they would watch 25, 50% of the video. So for 50 bucks a day, you can get, what's that, 5,000 clicks, whatever, or 5,000 views, which is absolutely phenomenal, absolutely phenomenal. So not everyone's going to watch 25, 50, 75% of that video, but point being is that you are building what Frank Kern refers to as an invisible list, as in they're not part of your actual email list, they're just kind of sitting there as uh, an audience for you to retarget. They've already been indoctrinated into who you are to a certain extent, so you can imagine when you set up an additional video or an additional uh, like call to action or, or a, a, an image of some kind, how much more ingrained into your brand they already are. So therefore, it's more likely that they're going to take some form of action, which is really, really cool. Very, very exciting. So that's what I've been experimenting with lately. Now, to conclude this little story, sadly, it does not end well. The experiment did not last long. <laughs> and so I can't draw any conclusions other than saying that it got some exceptionally cheap clicks and uh, there was a lot of other campaigns that have ran historically, which uh, which also got very cheap clicks and, and some really great conversions uh, and messages to my inbox and account growth and all that type of stuff, which is really cool. However, however, the downside was uh, I put up a uh, video, ran an ad to it and it was instantly declined and my entire ad account was banned and just when i thought it's safe to poke my head out and try another ad platform alas nay was smited down to the ground um anyway the entire point of this thing is uh twitter i think you can get incredibly cheap traffic there i've uh, watched a couple of interviews with some pretty big name marketers recently and they concurred and, and one in particular has dropped about 1.5 million on the platform, which has brought them back uh, about 2.5 million in return, which you know, it's, it's not it's not huge. There's other uh, advertisers out there that might put in one dollar and get ten dollars back, for example, if not more. However, I still think that's pretty damn good, me personally. So I'm quite happy to have that as an additional source of traffic out there as well. So, with all that being said, what I encourage you to do is uh, go and check out the old Twitterverse. Uh, understand that it is a slightly different demographic over there, slightly different uh, buyer, buyer group as well, slightly different and perhaps I would argue maybe more sophisticated uh, buyer and a little bit more savvy. Uh, and, you know, depending on what you're targeting them with, you know, it's going to depend on how well your ad campaigns go. But just be very mindful as per all advertising, uh, sorry, advertising networks, social media, all that type of stuff, they, they do have their own compliance. And whilst historically, I thought Twitter was very, very relaxed in terms of what they would allow you to do, they've, uh, they've proven otherwise in recent times. So I'm hoping to get that overturned. And of course, if they do, and I can get some really cheap leads out of there and, and some uh, you know, uh, positive ROI, then of course I will come back and fill you guys in on all the juicy details. But with that being said, what I would encourage everyone, go check it out, go test a few things out. You can actually get started uh, literally just a dollar a day. It's fine, uh, you know, a couple of bucks a day here and there. Uh, so it is quite dynamic in that regard. But anyway, 
All that being said, go check it out. Go have a, a play around with Twitter if you're looking to get into ads. It's uh, a lot more lenient, apart from myself and my experience. A lot more lenient than Facebook, at least anyway, um, and a little bit easier to target than uh, perhaps if you're looking at things like YouTube, for example. Anyway, with all that being said, my name is Jamie. I really appreciate you guys tuning in. If you'd like to learn how I can help you out with your business and become one of my next success stories, head over to jgcall.com. Check out the free case study and feel free to lock in a time with myself. If you'd like to really grab your business by the short and curlies and ascend whatever you're doing into the stratosphere this year and beyond. Anyway, look forward to catching up with you guys in the next one. Cheers.